Welcome to this special edition of Podiatry Today podcast, covering the latest in foot and ankle medicine and surgery from thought leaders, specifically those presenting at the Midwest Podiatry Conference in Chicago. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Steve McLean, MD. He is a fellowship-trained dermatopathologist with board certification in both anatomic pathology and dermatopathology. He has a special interest in lower extremity dermatopathology and has, as such, lectured extensively on the local and national circuits. At the Midwest Podiatry Conference, he shared with attendees crucial information on biopsy decision-making. Dr. McLean does disclose that he is the medical director, founder, and owner of McLean Laboratories. Let's find out more about how DPMs can improve outcomes and hone their practices when it comes to biopsies. To get started today, Dr. McLean, what are some of the most common types of biopsy specimens that you receive from podiatrists? Basically, you know, any tissue that you remove, anything you remove from a patient can be the subject of a pathologic examination, whether it's a K-wire or a foreign body or uh, sea urchin spines. I like sea urchin spines. I think they're they're kind of fascinating. You, you know what it is. They were at the beach and they stepped on us. You know, you could practically predict when they come limping in what it is. And as soon as you see it, they're quite distinctive. But we can absolutely verify that one. That's an easy one. Number one, I would have to say would be foot ulcer, that, that that's an understudied lethal disease. Uh, foot ulcer is more more deadly than melanoma, uh, frankly, um, roughly a 50% mortality rate. The kinds of specimens we see, I, I see a lot of foot ulcers, uh, bone specimens for us to rule out osteomyelitis. Um, you can probe to bone, but if you, uh, if you debride the bone, uh, you can send it to pathology and, and uh, we can verify Many of the serious conditions have um, an ugly appearance, and that's why the, the podiatrists, um, I think because you see such ugly diseases in the foot, whether it's foot ulcer or just the injuries, stepping on things, you know, the trauma of, of ankle fractures and laying open a foot. I mean, these are some, these are some horrific injuries uh, that that uh, podiatrists are able to help repair. Nail clippings are number one. And uh, we've uh, found that uh, sometimes it's an issue of a pigmented lesion and sometimes it's an issue of pigmented fungus or fungus or, or other, um, or psoriasis. The second probably most common are shavings of Verruchi. Uh, it's, uh, we can verify uh, Verruchi uh, pretty readily. That's a pretty typical pattern. Although one of the tricky ones has, has to do with Verruca's carcinoma. The, the, the number of things on the feet that look like Verruchi and yet aren't. Uh, so uh, Verruca plantaris is caused by HPV, human papillomavirus, but uh, there are, uh, Verrucous forms of candida and tinea. There's verrucous uh, carcinoma. So there are at least uh, three or four other diseases which uh, can manifest as a uh, digitated um, uh, proliferation uh, and often are hyperkeratotic. 
Uh, so that's a, another useful one for biopsy. Um, and then the pigmented lesions, while they're not especially common, the biopsy of pigmented lesions can often be either a, a source of uh, reassurance for the patient, no, it's benign, you can leave it alone, or they may not have even been aware of that pigmented lesion because melanoma uh, uh, arises uh, relatively slowly and then may ulcerate. I would say uh, punch biopsy of pigmented lesions, those three, nail clippings, shavings of Baruki, punch biopsy of pigmented lesions, and the fourth would be biopsy of an ulcer. So in your opinion, what are some of the top red flags clinically that strongly suggest a podiatrist should perform a biopsy? The uh, ulcer is a red flag. Pigmented lesions are a red flag. Um, if there's something that you can treat, like if you know how to treat tinea, uh, put that on your rule outs. In the case of pigmented lesions, there's a principle called the ugly duckling sign. We call it the ugly duckling sign, but it's really the one that's just different. The one that stands out, whether it's size, shape, pointed in the wrong direction, it doesn't really matter. This was uh, published by a group of my friends over at Memorial Sloan uh, Kettering, Alon Scope. So the, a pigmented lesion that differs from other pigmented lesions. Uh, a pigmented nail that's widening, especially proximally. You know, it's, it's, it's growing rapidly. Something that's widening, growing rapidly, changing. You know, those are all things that, uh, especially on the nail, um, Hutchinson sign. You ever see Hutchinson sign? Just biopsy it. Don't, you know, don't let them out of the office. You know, this needs to be biopsied. Uh, uh, this next one may be a little controversial, but uh, pyogenic granuloma. I would say pyogenic granulomas on the nail fold. So many, I know it's common and I know it's, you know, you've got a great setting, you've got a, a traumatized nail, ingrowing nail, it's repeated and you get this little, uh, always biopsy those because a certain number of those are melanoma, especially in the absence of an ingrowing nail. Uh, that would always be a biopsy, but I would say do that. A non-healing wound, if it's not making progress, that's a non-healing wound. It, and those should be biopsied. Uh, the, those are all, I would say, red flags. What do you think is the biggest mistake that clinicians make during the decision-making process regarding biopsies? My number one was choosing not to biopsy. You can talk yourself out of it. Oh, you know, Claire's not here today. She usually helps me. Or, uh, you know, I don't have the right instrument. You know, well, you have a scalpel. You can always find a scalpel. You can usually find a punch biopsy or, or a curette. Um, so you sometimes talk yourself out of it. Um, the, or not, you know, not setting up your office to biopsy. So have a room where you usually do biopsies. You have all your materials and your recs and your, your formalin or your bags and you have it all set up so you're ready to go. 
Um, so not, not preparing, uh, that would be a mistake. Uh, uh, how about crushing the sample? You know, squeezing, mashing, um, not putting it into the fixative right away, air drying it. I get punch biopsies every so often into dry nail bags. And, you know, it's been three days since it was taken. And so it's kind of air dried. Uh, you know, if it's a gross cancer, you can determine it. But if it's something subtle, I probably missed it. It's getting to the point where not photographing is getting to be a mistake. Or maybe it's not a mistake, but you wish you had a photograph of this. And it, it frequently happens. Like, well, I wonder what the photograph shows. So I would say photography is becoming um, a, a useful tool for, for both podiatrists, uh, dermatologists, and dermatopathologists. And the, the last mistake I would say is not specifying. I, I, I think you should specify, let me say it in a positive, you should specify dermatopathologist on the requisition. If you, especially if you don't know which laboratory that this is going to, ask them, please have, you know, show, please review with dermatopathologist. To round things out today, is there anything else that you want DPMs to take away from your lecture given at the Midwest Podiatry Conference this year? Every lesion removed from a patient should be sent to pathology. Uh, what, you know, I get splinters people stack on, looks like toothpicks sometimes, glass fragments, K-wires, you name it. It doesn't really, I, I'm, I'm happy to look at all those and document them. Uh, but it, it's helpful to learn to talk with your pathologist. And if, and if you have something weird, call them. If, you don't, if they use language you don't understand, call us. We're sitting here by the phone. We got a phone right here waiting to hear from uh, the podiatrist. If you, don't, if you don't know what we're talking about, ask us. Uh, the ones that we really like the best, the, the podiatrists that we like the best are the ones who contact us in advance. Hey, I've got this lesion. What do you think? I'm usually going to say, yeah, biopsy it or biopsy it over here and over here. But the point is, if you, uh, if you uh, call us in advance, uh, and sometimes we can provide useful information in advance, um, and we've established a rapport that here, I've got something in the pipeline that, oh, he called me about this. He showed me this. My brain starts working on those uh, as we do them uh, at, you know, after you call me. Thank you so much, Dr. McLean, for joining us today and for sharing your expertise with the attendees of the conference. To the listeners, be sure to check out more coverage from the Midwest Podiatry Conference on podiatrytoday.com.